Hello. Oh, okay. Hello. Um, hey, babe. Hi. I'm Ernesto. I'm Angie. And uh, I like books. I like books too. And uh, because we love books. Okay, so we'll start this with say this. Evelyn Underhill says that uh, spiritual reading can be second only to prayer when it comes to the developer of the inner life. And I've always loved that quote. Um, reading is a something that we do to grow our souls. Reading is something we do to uh, to learn. It's, it's mental exercise. That's what I always tell my kids, right? You always tell the kids, reading makes your brain smart. SMRT. <laughs> so... Uh, we read a book every month here at Flint City Church. Uh, some of you guys join us. We've tried different like formats. We tried Zoom, didn't go great. So we're just go back to Facebook Live. The tried and true. Yep. And people uh, can watch it when they want. Yep. Make comments. Make comments all you want and say boo, Angie's so smart. That's what everyone says. <laughs> they everyone, say boo. They don't say boo. <laughs> they, just, they they boo on me and they glorify. They say how great it is to to, to talk to you. Um, so, uh, yeah. Oh man, what a day! What a day, babe. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that though. Um, we're reading this book right here. We both got copy. Four small words. Four, four. Is there any song saying the word number four in the songs? Four birdies? Oh, it's five, isn't it? Three. Three. <laughs> What kind of bird is three, it? Three little birds. Three little birds. Uh, what's his name? Rastafari. Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Yeah. How's it go? Do, 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 do. Oh, That's wrong. Singing. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we it's are reading word. this book called Four Little Words. Um, so, so you know small. what? Four small words. Not three little birds. Four little four, four little birds. <laughs> four small words. So here it is. Four Small Words, a book written by Jared Stevens. Jared Stevens is the pastor at Soul City Church Chicago. Um, and uh, that's a really cool, like, that's, what's nuts is I didn't know this. We started reading this book. One of our uh, members of the church used to live in Chicago and went to Soul City Church and knows cool. Pastor Stevens. So we can't be mean to him today. I wasn't going to be. Oh, I have mean notes written down on my little <laughs> index card here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, um, there were a few errors, typographical errors. In this no, book, there's but, not. Oh, yeah. But there always are. So Zondervan. <laughs> Zondervan. You can't publish a book with errors. Zondervan. Oh, babe, that's that's not good. Uh, it happens. So All the time. Jared Stevens passed the church in Chicago, and he wanted to write a book to help people understand the Bible. And I love that idea. Like, like, like. Some people always, some people say that, well, if you read a book, you might read the Bible. Listen, we read the Bible. I read the Bible every second, every day, not every stinking day. The days are great. I read, we read the glorious day. Every glorious day, the scriptures are there to comfort, to nourish, to teach us. Um, but we're not the only people who read the Bible. And people who've read it before us, who are, are intelligent, who love Jesus, can give us help in reading the Bible. And so this book is a book about just how to read. It's called A Simple Way to Understand the Bible. Jared Stevens wrote this. Um, thankfully, he's not blown his life up yet, so that's awesome. Usually when you read a book by a pastor, you got to Google and make sure the guy is in a complete train wreck. This guy seems like he loves his people, loves his city, loves the church. That's awesome. Um, I think they probably give this book away to the, when members come, which is pretty probably. awesome. Uh, I hope to write a book someday that we can give to our people when they come and visit. But hey, here's a book. I wrote it. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It'll, it won't have errors in it, though. Tell no. that. Zondervan. No, Zondervan. Because Hidden Hollows Publishing is dope. Zondervan isn't. <laughs> no, don't be mean. 
See, none of us going to sign me as an author until just now. They're like, <laughs> he said we weren't dope. Okay, so um, writing style. This book. Um, there's two. There's two kinds of ways to read a book. There's two things when you read. There is content and there is voice. Um, this is good content. <laughs> it, yes. Listen. I think his aim is to make the yes. broad story of the yes. Bible accessible and understandable, and he does that. Not so, everyone can be C.S. Lewis. Not everyone can be Chesterton. Stephanie Meyer once said, Stephanie Meyer, um, there's that great bastion of literary insight, once said... Who wrote the Twilight books, for those of you Twilight who series. didn't read that. Listen, I read the Twilight series. I read all four of them. <laughs> I know. Um, and listen, you say, why, Pastor, why are you reading Twilight? Why are you reading vampire romance novels? Because my favorite genre, yo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I was in India, and I brought with me all my Dostoevsky, his whole library. I thought, I'm, I'll never in years read all Dostoevsky's books. But listen, no TV, no going out to eat, living in India. All I did was read for, for no pleasure. No going to the movies. No going no to the going movies. To the mall, no no internet streaming. I read all my Dostoevsky in like three months. And I was like starving for books. And someone said a care package with Twilight in it. I ate it up, and I'm like, what happens next? What was going to happen with Jacob and Edward? I just don't know. Um, so, <laughs> so I read all four of them. I, yeah. But Tiffany Meyer, okay, she's also, she's not also, she's not a great writer. But she says there's two, two kinds of people. There's, there are storytellers and writers, and I really appreciate that. She told a good story. She wasn't Hemingway. She didn't turn a phrase like a change. Like, she didn't turn a phrase that would change your life forever. She's not, she's not that person. You never have to like stop all your reading and look off into the distance and think nope. about what it meant or how nope. it impacted your life. Nope. Not at all. Nope. But I you mean, wanted to know what happened yeah, next. Stephanie Meyer, she is to, um, oh, I blanked at his name. What's the Jinky Jink guy who does worship music with Jinky Jink? She, <laughs> Stephanie Meyer is, is to Chris Tomlin <laughs> what Hemingway is to Dave Crowder. Oh, mad love to Crowder for being a poet, not just merely a good, 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 Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Um, so, anyway, anyway, so the book is pretty straightforward. It's not, it's not written in like any any kind of playful or energetic way. It's just a very straightforward. Here's some content, and the um, four words you choose are sound. I think the four. Listen, if you were to learn the heart message of this book, uh, if you were to learn what the book's trying to teach you, these four words. So hold on. Of, between, with, in. Mm -hmm. If you get, if you understand those four movements, you've got the story of the Bible down, mm -hmm. and that is a very helpful thing. Um, book probably could have been fifty pages shorter, uh, but one hundred fifty is like what you got to do. It's like three hundred five for a pop song, you know, according to Billy Joel. Um, but uh, people got to feel like they're getting their money's worth for. But I'm like, you, the thing is, fifteen bucks. The, the 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 basic message is solid. He's saying, yeah. listen, there's if you know these four prepositions, and of course, if you need to do four words of the Bible, you gotta choose a preposition. As John Piper always says, the whole world hangs on a preposition. I don't know why he says that, but I like that he did. <laughs> I don't know what preposition is, uh, but <laughs> um, this book. So, of, between, with, in. So. Um, we'll go through the four movements together real quick. Mm -hmm. Of, image of God. The first movement he talks about is that just we are made in the image of God, and that so that we as people were made good, we're made to reflect our Maker, and that's the first movement is mm -hmm. the goodness of God, 
I wrote an article today, babe. I wrote an article about how good God is just because it's sunny outside. Like the blue sky, the the sunshine on, on like, reading, I love on our back deck reading mm-hmm. and just the sunshine on my, on my back and my neck and the back of my head and the wind just, and the dog just sitting on my feet. Like, it's like a stinking, not a Pollock painting, that would just be a splash of paint on a white canvas. <laughs> um, what's the guy who does the Norman Americana? Rockwell? Yeah, it's like a Norman Rockwell painting in my backyard yeah. every stinking evening. I it love like it. We had a rocking chair on the porch. Oh, listen, I'm surprised you didn't have put a rocking chair on our porch. All the chairs you find out of the trash all over the place. I would if I found one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking. Um, so, of uh, image of God. He just says this is the first movement. And he's right. It's the first, the first word of the Bible is God is good and made us good in his image. We are made in the image of God, or as they say, the Imago Dei. And he spent a lot of time in that first movement, and that's the first movement of the Bible. Yeah, because he talks about if you want to understand who you are and what you're here for, you have to understand that you come from something. That you yes. have a source, and so that's the source of your identity. And then he talks about how he gave Adam and Eve purpose in the garden. and so Amen. And so we have that. We were created with purpose. Um, and so, yeah, he just talks about how this this is a necessary starting point. Like, you need to understand who you come from, who you are of, to really understand who you are in, in order to understand why you're here or what anything means. You have to start there. Word number two, babe, you're so, just, you're so smart. I mean, he said it. I know. Word number two. <laughs> I think is. We believe these things. These, these, these words he chose are, are not like he's... He didn't, he didn't discover anything new. He's, this is not some new, insightful... This is just a very helpful mechanism to, to remember the storyline of the Bible. He found a way to package it in a way that's easy to remember. Which is super it, helpful. Yeah, so that you can... Like he talks about at the end, not to skip to the end, but he talks about how this makes it a way that you can then impart... Like you can share your faith with people or talk about what the, the broader story of the Bible is by just remembering these four words, which is very helpful. Of, between, with, in. So now it's between. So we're Genesis Genesis 3 now. Um, And between is, I'll put enmity between um, you and the woman, and between the woman and you. Like, yeah, so it's just just between. And it's really, the second movement is a movement of sin. Mm -hmm. That something comes between us and God. Like sin breaks, sin separates, sin destroys. And I, when I first even saw the four words, when I saw of, between, with, and in, I knew what they were immediately. I didn't need to read the book to know what verses were quoting. But that's that, I think that's one of the um, strong points of the book. He chooses the movements. He chooses like, yeah, these are the movements. Right. Of is the first movement, and between is the right next word. Sin comes between humanity and God. Sin enters the world and breaks everything. Mm-hmm. And then he also talks about how um, God's stance toward us is to try that he, through the promises and the things that happened in the Old Testament, he is trying to place himself between us and the consequences of our sin. Um, and that the, the entire Old Testament, which is what um, between is basically encapsulating, is the story of these these small movements of God trying to bridge that gap again. So that's between. And the next movement is with. And I knew what this was immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, like, I heard someone, I think I heard him on a radio show, Jared Stevens, or on a podcast, and he mentioned the book, and he said the four words, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be this, this. He said with, and I'm like, oh, that's good. 
His name shall be Emmanuel, mm -hmm. God with us. The third move is Jesus, mm -hmm. God with us. The God who, who takes on flesh and walks among us. Um, Jesus is the big movement of the Bible. It is the, it is really the climactic point of action in a lot of ways. It is, it is God resolved. He's fulfilling. He's beginning to fulfill every promise, as we say here at Flint City. He's Soul City. We're Flint City. I guess we're boys. Didn't even know it. <laughs> um, he says how. We uh, say at Flint City Church. We say the coming of Christ is the beginning of the end because really Christ is a resolution of so much of the Bible story. With is the third movement. It is, and he he kind of goes through how um, how God becoming flesh. He lived an ordinary, everyday kind of life, and talks about just that you know Jesus was born as a baby and was a kid and grew up, and that a lot of that story is not really spelled out for us because, I mean, presumably because of its ordinariness that Jesus just walked around and lived his life, and then um, when he grew up and started his ministry then he talks about how you know the teachings and the disciples and how he just really lived life with the people and so a lot of what we go through in life we know that we have a high priest who sympathizes with us because he has walked amen on this earth um christ is the third movement and the fourth movement i was that was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to end of the world? But he chooses to do in. Um, and I thought immediately of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. um, the, the indwelling spirit of God in the, in the hearts of every man and woman who trust him and, and is called according to his purpose. And in is the reality that God makes his home in the, in, in the hearts of those who love him. Um, that even, Christ is not just merely with us. But Christ is in us, and we are in Him. Uh, in is a very important position in the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's one I'm still kind of um, plumbing the depths of. Like I don't like I'm. I still. It still catches you off guard. This is true. This is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, this is where we live. <laughs> right. This is where we live. We have the Holy Spirit, and so this is this is. This is how a Christian walks around in the world is with, you know, with the spirit of God in us and that, and knowing that we are in him. But it's because it's so it's not Jesus, you know, physically next to us anymore. It's very abstract and it's hard to like it's hard to grasp sometimes in our everyday lives. Um, but yeah, just spirit dwelling within us and. Um, it just it's a really good fourth movement. Mm -hmm. um, I like that he takes it back to um, kind of that idea of purpose and the work that we get to do with God again and that it's not I guess if there were a fifth preposition it could be through that oh, it's you know that it's not just for us it's not baby. just I have Jesus in my heart <laughs> it's that this is for a purpose so that we can be co-laborers with Christ in the world and that his spirit can work not just in us but through us to bring his kingdom and um, that we have that purpose again, um, but with an even greater power than, than before because his spirit is with us, um, giving us what we need to accomplish it. Um, so the book is a good one. Um, if, if you want a book to read, this is gonna just give you a, um, a good overview and a good, um, 
a good encouragement or in the scriptures this is a great book to read getting these four words in your mind does give you some some nails to hang your understanding of the bible on this this um of between with and in um it's it's short 150 pages not a long read um it's a good one so i'm glad i read it i'm glad we were able to read this 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 month together um any final thoughts babe on, the, on this book no, just I think I think it's um, it's very practical and helpful. It's accessible. It's um, sometimes repetitive, but I think that's because we're sometimes forgetful oh. <laughs> or, or slow to understand. So he kind of tries to really drive those points home um, to make them memorable. Um, so it's good. Yep. Our book for next month is a book by Megan Hill, not Lauren Hill. It's not the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's Megan Hill and her miseducation. No, um, <laughs> it's it's called. Do you know what it's called? I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't have a list. You showed them. Pick a book. You show, I see Hill. Grant Hill. No. Any more famous hills? Any other famous hills? Grant Hill, Lauren Hill, Benny Hill. No. And the guy used to run around with music playing. Isn't that a Benny Hill? I don't know what you're talking about. The British comedian, and they, they would run through doors and they'd fall down and everyone would laugh. <laughs> Anyways, A Place to Belong by Megan Hill. We will have this book available for purchase this Sunday at Front City Church. $10 a pop. I think it costs, look at $15.99 on the back. You know, that's a lot. What do you mean, $10? What a Benny, deal. Benny Hill is Benny, not Benny Hinn. Is it Benny Hill? <laughs> There's like a guy, Apparently this, we don't talk this British him. guy who would like, and the music would play and it was funny. I don't know. It was old, it was, it was old Brit humor stuff. But this book, Megan Hill, I really appreciate her voice. Um, I really do. Uh, and this book is, is just about her learning to love the local church. And you know what? The local church gets a lot of uh, crap given to it. Like, we'll talk trash in the local church. And uh, she just writes about how much she loves it and why she loves it. Reading this, there were moments I got teary-eyed because uh, I love God's church, too. Um, I mean, we're on Flint State Church on a Tuesday afternoon doing this because we love you guys. Um, because we want to do what we can to encourage you towards the Lord. And anything we can do to help push you that direction, we want, we want to do that. We... We want you to read so that you can attune your heart and soul to the things of God. So, yeah, that's us. Yeah. Yeah. So, happy reading. I um, It's just the weather's great. Read outside. I know it's hot and there's bugs. A froggy jumped in my way this morning. There's frogs out there. A spider came in when I was in the bathroom today. Things happen. I wasn't <laughs> reading in the bathroom. Um, but to go outside... In the, in the blue sky, read a book. And the birds. Oh, listen. Don't read with the radio on. Don't read with headphones. And read and let listen to the sounds of, of your neighbors cursing that their hose <laughs> won't work. It's a glorious life. <laughs> I wonder which side of the fence the cursing came from. Sorry. Um, so, A Place to Belong by Megan Hill. Fantastic. We restart that June 1st, which is just a few days. Yeah. What happened to May? It flew. It's gone. All right, everybody. We'll have a great, great Tuesday. Tuesday. 
I'm looking at the camera up there because I saw Nikki mm -hmm. showed up and she said yeah. hi and I don't want her to get mad at me because my so eyeballs wander. Where are you at? She's like, you want to look at me? I'm looking. <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. All right, everybody. God bless you. Have a um, have a great, great Tuesday. We'll see you next month on the last Tuesday of the month around noontime to do our little dealio. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.